You're listening to Ithaca is Music, the stories behind the songs. We are exploring the local music scene here in Ithaca, New York. Located in the Finger Lakes and home to Cornell University, this small town is full of talented musicians. We intend to ask them questions about their craft and have them perform in front of our live audience. I'm Jeff Goodmark. This week, we bring you singer-songwriter Alexander Bradshaw. This new band is fresh and exciting, playing original tunes written about modern-day hardships and triumphs. For those of you who are new to our podcast, as we welcome artists to the stage, they will perform four songs. The first song they wrote or performed with their current band, the song they identify as their greatest achievement, the song their fans say is most popular, and a new song. Then the artist will take over the stage and perform the rest of their set. Ithaca is Music is sponsored by Ithaca Bakery. Dazzling your taste buds daily with great artisan bread, fresh salads, soups, creative sandwiches, coffee, delectable pastries, international cheeses, and entrees since 1910. At Ithaca Bakery, sustainability matters. The coffee is 100% fair trade certified and nearly all organic. And Ithaca Bakery uses rooftop solar power to produce more than half of its daily energy use. Ithaca Bakery is also a community leader in reuse and recycling. And now they host Music at Meadow Street with live in-store performances on Friday evenings. Wow, Hannah, did you know that Ithaca Bakery has two locations and one of them is right near the studio? Yeah, I did know that. And Ithaca Bakery offers a huge menu that changes daily. And they have customers who come back again and again. Didn't I see you there the other day drinking an iced coffee? Yeah, I love their iced coffee and bagels. They even have gluten-free bagels, which are my favorite. Check them out at IthacaBakery.com. And now, let's get this show on the road and go down to Lot 10 with our host, Victoria DeBerry. I'm Victoria DeBerry. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to Ithaca's Music, everybody. Super stoked about this band, Alexander Bradshaw. That's me. That's him and his band. Say hi, band. Hey, band. It's, it's my band. So why don't we go around and um, sort of introduce everybody. We've got Alex right here. My name is Alexander Abel McShirley Bradshaw, and I play uh, guitar and sing s- songs and write them. Do all of you have like 40 names? Zane, what's your full name? Zane Matthew Subert, the first. There we go. The only, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Then there's my baby brother there. He doesn't have a mic, but that's Walker Wade McShirley Bradshaw on the electric guitar, my baby Ooh. brother. That's awesome. Yeah. So you just recently started this side project. Not side. This I, is yeah, your main I don't project. know. It, I don't know which side it, it it's it is of me, but it is a big side of me. And All I, of the I started uh, writing songs after about a three-year break of writing uh, tunes of my own. Um, this past uh, late November, so we're coming up. We're closing in on a year and of uh, a newfound writing, and uh, we definitely have a, a record's worth of material and. Yeah, it's new, fresh, exciting. You know, we we get together when we can and book gigs and get ready as we go, but a lot of these guys I've known for a long time, so 
yeah, just pulling out all the stops. It seems like it. I mean, if you're if you're band formed in 2018 and you already have a band, that's pretty. It's like a pregnancy, dude. Nine it's months been, and pop. There's a band. It's been it's been a very beautiful pregnancy. It's it seems that way. Mm-hmm. Thank so you. So this isn't your first project, though. This isn't your first baby, is what I'm saying. You've had other babies. This is not my first Ithaca music baby. So you, uh, how many other projects have you been in? Well, me and my baby brother and my baby sister formed an alternate family band called the Newman Brothers, where we were all uh, dressed up and had different character names, but we were still in a family band, but it wasn't our family. It was like Sgt. Pepper, but like that was your life. It was like Parliament Funkadelic. Ooh, I dig it. Mm-hmm. In that there was a big party. Everyone wanted to know w- why we were having a party, but no one could figure it out. It doesn't matter because the party was happening. Yes. I feel like that's like every Ithaca party ever. You're like, what What are we, what's What's this party for? And you're like, shh, just, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So I did that, and then I did a little EP to, uh, with um, uh, some other folks, uh, kind of a hiatus band called Toto's Magic Show. Oh my God, that, you better not let, her, let Chris hear you say that. Yeah, Chris is my drummer. And Chris loved Toto's Magic Show. He's like so sad they're not a thing anymore. It was another very heavy, uh, metallic, uh, funky group. And we still have songs that we haven't recorded. And we'll hopefully keep going. And then I'm also the bass player, the current bass player of the Ithaca Bottom Boys. Yeah. um, Which is like a new age Americana. uh, Americana? (laughs) It's just a rock band. Yeah. I think. I can't ever tell when the song ends when I listen to them, but I just keep jumping up and down. It's a really good for cardio. If you really need a good workout, skip the Zumba and go catch a Bottom Boys show because it's, it's high energy. It's amazing. It nearly kills me every time I play. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, imagine how we feel. Yeah. Alex. I'm just saying. When did you, you know, decide that this was going to be a thing? Um. Well, it was January, but like, I mean, what, what, what yeah, was the I think turning it was, point? It was Janu- January was the first time I just started posting songs that I was writing online because I was just very excited to um, be writing. Period. It's just been such a long time, and um, I got really nice response from my community, my local community on the internet, and uh, they uh, Dapper Dan, uh, which is a local band who I'd never met. Um, one one of the members wrote to me. He said, your music needs to be witnessed live. And he said, come play 30 minutes um, with uh, me out at, where was it? Two Goats. Was it Tyler? I think it was Tyler, yes. Tyler's so great. He's he a very passionate person. And so it was really nice. And, and then I formed a band for a 30-minute set, and we went out there. And that's basically the same band that you see right now as what happened in January. Um, but my baby brother just started playing with me. You say baby brother. This is a full-grown man. Like, yeah. I don't... <laughs> this is not a baby. I want to let everyone know that. <laughs> there's, well, like, there's, like, two babies in the audience. This is not a baby. Yeah. We were just talking about pregnancy, and I was just trying to keep it relevant. <laughs> For reference, this is not a baby. <laughs> He's my brother. It's your brother. <laughs> Let's talk about the first song you kind of played together and wrote. No different. So talk to me about that song. Yeah. So so when I say I hadn't written in three years, I'm kind of more mean I wrote one song a year for that time. That's like not a lot. That's how did you process things? Like how did you did you I go didn't. to a, oh. 
<laughs> it was like three years of, yeah, I don't know, kind of lost, um, uh, lost time. No Different song was, was something I wrote years ago. I think four years ago I wrote this song, but it's like the first song as an adult that I feel like I had um, ever written. Played it once or twice with the Newman Brothers out live in very early incarnations, and so now I'm bringing it back. Now, it's apparently about a breakup. So was this it a is. breakup you experienced, or was this like a fictional breakup? I guess it's more like six years old. Because, it, yeah, it was, it was like an awesome... You don't even awesome, know how old your children are. Awesome breakup You don't know how old your brother band. is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an awesome breakup song, and it happened a while ago. Yeah, because I haven't been single in a really long time, so... You haven't or you have? I have not. Oh. Yeah. So this was like, this was an old, old relationship, cutting ties. And it was like the first time I'd ever lived alone. And I lived in a little one studio apartment with my dog and uh, wrote the song almost immediately when I moved in on my own. Well, let's hear it. The, one of the first songs that Alexander Bradshaw played slash wrote, here is no different. All right. I said a one, a two, a one, two, three, four.
It's not the first time that a string has been broken during a song. I just want to let you know that. That's like my worst fear as a well, performer. I'm a very intense guy. This is a baritone guitar, so it's tuned a fifth lower than a regular guitar, and I started doing that to my own guitar when I was writing music in the winter because I hadn't sang in such a long time that my range had gotten much smaller. So I started tuning my guitar lower and lower to figure out how to write music. Wow. And so it's like a funny... So you didn't. So you made your guitar meet you where you are as opposed to you meeting your guitar where you were, tune-wise. Initially. Yeah, so that song, um, one thing I noticed about it was that change in the middle. So talk to me about that. You, you know, I'm no different than you, I'm no different than you, and it's, it's repetitive, and it has that repetitive um, sound to it. And then it changes. So is this you finding a solution to dealing with this breakup, and that's how you expressed it musically? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That B part is is um, about how even though this unstable break seemed to happen and it was like really rocking, um, you know, a community actually, the, the breakup, uh, everything was fine. And so that was kind of the, the, B, the B shift at the end is talking about how, you know, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Speaking of being broke, let's go to your most inspirational song. Yeah. Being broke ain't so bad. Being broke ain't so bad. It's not so bad. Yeah. It's not so bad. Yeah. This was one of, this is, I think, the first song I, I wrote in the wintertime when I was just heinously underemployed. And um, it's hard to find work in Ithaca in the wintertime. Yeah. Uh, not very good at planning. So there was You're some, a musician, so. There was, yeah, I was just really feeling it. It's a very alienating thing, uh, poverty, as many of us know. It makes you feel the, the way it's set up, especially in the States, I think. You're just, you're supposed to feel really bad about yourself if you're not totally together uh, fiscally. Like, nothing else matters. So this was me trying to count my blessings. Yeah, the tone of the song is very is very positive. Like it's uh, when I when I listen to it and hear it, I don't think like, oh wow, this dude must have been heinously depressed. It's kind of like making it's more light than dark. I think at least that's what I feel when I when I've heard the song. I I did write a lot of songs about sadness and struggle um, this winter, and it and you know it was just definitely something I was going through. But I definitely don't want to seem like a complainer. And I don't want anyone else to commiserate 
I don't want anyone else to like feel as sad as I did feel, you know. I'd rather someone be able to connect with it and not tell them what to do, but explain what I did. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to I'm not a preacher. No, no. You know. You're not? I'm hopefully just a teacher. Yes. Preach. Yeah. I think there's a song there somewhere, sir. I don't know. Speaking of songs, let's hear his most <laughs> inspirational, popular song, Being Broke Ain't So Bad by yeah. Alexander Bradshaw. Inspirational. One, two, three, two, two, three.
It's a gift we've been given That's what I've been told Never knew I'd enjoy getting old I love that song so much. Thank you. Let's talk about you and kids. So I've labeled him as Ithaca's favorite Manny. He might be, <laughs> right? He's a, he's a, I think you're, you're Manny fans in the, in the audience, right? Literally my entire extended family is here, yes. So let's talk about that for a second. Your relationship with kids and what it's like to be a, 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 just sort of like a father and a, you know, a father, caretaker figure. How does that impact your writing? Uh, Spain. I got to do Spain for a little under two months uh, with this awesome uh, family that my mom actually standardly nannies for them full time. And she went out to Spain and nannied for them while the, everyone was away on sabbatical. And then I tapped in for two months. Tapped and took in. took over <laughs> the nanny life. And my mom went back to the States. Everyone in Spain, I never, I don't travel very much, so world traveling was really exciting, but everyone there was like, your child is beautiful, where is its mother? (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about some of the ways that you process your lows, because winter was awful, I feel like, for a lot of people. I mean, so let's kind of go into, you know, this, you know, sort of where you were when you wrote it and what this song means to you. Yeah, um, so I just turned 29. It was the day of my 29th birthday, and I uh, had been reading the news and read some very uh, dark Me Too stories. Mm. Um, that that was this was the winner of Me Too. I feel like was what a lot of a lot of people um, were just dealing with, like shocking revelations. Um, uh, personal stuff of maybe you know maybe it personally happened to them and it shocked them things that they didn't realize were wrong or things that you did or didn't do that were wrong in helping other people in need um, you know Be- being an ally of sorts yeah just resetting the rules about what's appropriate and what isn't is kind of I think what we went through as a uh, American culture especially in entertainment and we're all entertainers. Here. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of positive came through that. So it's kind of cool that you're open to talking about it. Uh, one of the one of the really intense things that I realized when it, um, it, this all happened on my birthday is I just read this story and I was like, oh, that happened to me when I was 17 from some older peer. You know, I was just like reading this thing and I realized that one of the people that um, did this wrongdoing to me was 29. Oh, wow. When I was 17, and I always kind of, like, was, like, you know. I, I, for over a decade, I've been kind of telling myself, like, how I was responsible for my own actions with this situation. And then I realized how how adult this person should have been. And so this, like, huge time warp happened, and uh, it crushed. Yeah, it just, like, crushed me. I was humiliated and, and embarrassed. And it was a story that I had kind of shared with people in a casual way. Like, it's a very interesting um, 
what our perceptions and projections around events like this are, especially when you're becoming an adult. And like honestly, yeah. when you're when you have that 17 year old mind, because you know, there's I'm sure there's a lot of people in here who have Me Too stories, and it's very powerful because number one, that cultural phenomenon has made it comfortable for us to even talk about it. So it's pretty amazing that we can sit here on this platform, on the stage, and like be comfortable talking about these things that really happen. So the fact that you're able to be comfortable with that and get back in your brain from when you were 17 and reconcile those actions at 29, the same age when this happened to you, is so fucking powerful. Yeah. Isn't it? Come on. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> it's, and then, it's just good. It's, it's good, good stuff. stuff. <laughs> and, and, you know, and then the other funny full circle part of it, because I wrote a lot about this experience still, you know, so in November... I was like, all right, I'll write a song about it, <laughs> and it'll be done. And the bigger thing I want to convey with my story, as you know, any story is important, is that it's, it's a part of you forever. Yeah. And don't ignore it, though, because it's, it's there. And don't think that it's, it's, it's over, because it's never over. It's, it's, a, it's a foundational building block of, of who you are. All of your strengths and all of your weaknesses can probably be directly correlated to events that you're trying to ignore, you know? Like trauma oh, is oh, what it oh, is. Oh, trauma's yeah. cute. And we hold it in our bodies, too. Having um, pure, unmessed with energy of any kind yeah. is an incredible, incredible way to heal through any trauma. Hmm? So when you're writing about these heavier topics, right, You're with your solution in mind, each time this monster sort of, you know, you know, Hey, I'm here. Each time the monster knocks, do you have a different solution for each time? Do you cope in different ways as you get older? And if so, what ways are those? It's all okay, you know, like how I cope and deal. Yeah. But it's really good to be aware of why I'm doing it, you know? Like, don't lose sight of that and, and uh, you know, it's a constant balance. So let's hear this amazing song that you're all going to love. Yeah. The most popular fan favorite, it'll be your fan favorite too. Here is Lost Time by Alexander Bradshaw. You took a part of me 
Feelings or what? I'm in my feels. I don't know, yeah. I, I just remember hearing, um, you know, the part where he vocalizes the, whoa, you're right. I just remember watching that at, at just in my apartment, you know, scrolling through Facebook. And usually, don't, don't act like you don't, you don't do it. We don't watch videos with sound anymore. None of us do. You don't. It has to be really good for you to, to click it and listen to it. So I'm watching this and I'm like, hey, I know that face. And I click the face and I'm listening to this beautiful song and he hits the vocalizations and I'm tearing up watching this like by myself in my bed cat in lap it was serious good cat cry good cat cry good cat crying music yeah you did something really hilarious and you went to Ithaca Bakery and you recorded this hilarious promo video it's just him solemnly sitting there eating a banana with a nice coffee Let's talk about that combo real quick. Iced coffee and banana? I said I'm a very extreme guy. I like to caffeinate and potassium Potassiate? hydrate. Potassiate. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's my first time ever doing a sponsorship, honestly, a V2B. That, that was a very intense for me. Was it? It looked intense, but it also was so funny. Just the <laughs> slowdown of, like, <laughs> the bakery banana in hand. Like, <laughs> no words were said. It, no. was, it was all silent. It was really funny. Let's talk more about your new stuff. Now, this newest one has two parts to it, musing and buried in your mind. So does this, have, does this song have two different time signatures? Do you go start in one and end in another? Let's talk about the transition here. Well, you, you, uh, you asked me what my newest songs are, and those are actually two of my newest songs. Okay. So I had to decide which one I wanted to do for the official podcast. So mom uh, says buried in your mind. Yeah, All right, that's, whatever mom says goes. So yeah. this is the, one of your newer songs that you've written. Sure. Now, it's the last song you wrote in Spain two days before you made the trek back home. Yep. And so this goes back to you being a dad because about raising children and how, you know, things were happening around you that you were thinking, you'll never know what this kid will actually remember. Well, it's, it's a song about raising kids. I've talked about this with several people and even the family. I don't think people write very many songs about raising kids, so it's a pretty... Pretty gentle um, 
interesting topic. But basically, I was just getting frustrated. It was like my last couple of days in Spain, and I just, every moment was like my last moment there. And I was like carrying this baby who was like my telepathic twin at, after two months, you know? And I was like holding him, and I was just like, you're not going to remember any of this. <laughs> this is, what is it, what is it, what's the use? What's the use of doing all this? What's, what's so special about this? For you, because it's so special for the people raising the kids um, at that gentle age, you know, teaching them how to say words. And I just started writing this this stuff buried in your mind. I just started trying to uh, reckon with that frustration and fear. So the I'll tell you something that'll make you, hopefully make you feel a little bit better. Yeah. We hold a lot of trauma in our bodies, right? And yeah. we also hold a lot of like positive memories in our bodies. So while he may not be able to fully remember consciously the stuff, the time that he had with you in his body, he will remember that joy. Oh yeah. He will know, and like his body will know if, in his physiological state at that time in his life that he was loved and taken care of. Yeah. So just know that you do have an impact and it, and it does you. matter. Well, how about I play you that song and you can tell yeah. me what I think about it. So let's hear it, everybody. Let's hear the newest song from Alexander Bradshaw, Buried in Your Mind. Getting wilder and somehow milder every day The strongest echoes of my past still find a way into my present Some things we've lost will be forgotten Some will stay Precious time is done and long after when I'm gone. I hope I'll still be pushing you along till then. I'll keep on trying, keep on providing tenderness and might keep you from crying tonight. Buried in your mind It might be difficult to find When you're grown
Love's buried in your mind It might be difficult to find When you're grown All right, everybody, let's give it up for Alexander Bradshaw one more time. Thank you. I'm Victoria DeBerry. Thank you so much for being here. I want to give a quick shout out to Ithaca Bakery. They're our sponsors for season one. They're amazing. They are so, such supporters of live music, trivia. They've got coffee. They support a lot of the local businesses around here, which is super awesome. We're going to have Alexander Bradshaw back up here to do a couple more songs. of this set and for the unabridged behind the scenes multicam video please visit ithacaismusicpodcast.com for more about alexander bradshaw and his musical projects go to facebook.com slash abe the babe support for ithaca's music comes from ithaca bakery they have graciously sponsored our entire first season check them out at ithacabakery.com we are big fans and are very thankful for their continued love of local food and local music. Ithaca's music is produced by me, Jeff Goodmark, and John Carter of New Vine Records. To learn more about John and his awesome studio, go to newvinerecords.com. Our video is recorded and produced by Jonathan Hochberg of Finger Lakes Music Press at fingerlakesmusicpress.com, and our website is hosted and maintained by 14850.com. Additional contributions come from Ramsey Browse, Travis McDowell, Ari Kisloff and Mark Ambinder with support from Matt Reese and Justin McGuire of Lot 10. Our live sound engineer is Dave Lane. Artistic direction provided by Mickey Quinn of Mighty Productions. Our theme music is provided by The Uncommons. For more of their music, go to facebook.com slash The Uncommons Band. A very special thanks goes out to our host, Victoria DeBerry, you can peek into her crazy life on Instagram at V2B Music. That's V E E D A B E E Music. Next time on Ithaca is Music, we bring you Kurt Riley, Metapop mastermind and author of a scintillating brand of punk, new wave, and glam rock, which will excite you about the direction of contemporary music. And remember, Set the gear shift to the high gear of your soul. You've got to run like an antelope, out of control. I commit, I commit.
Please subscribe to Ithaca is Music on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to or stream podcasts. A five-star rating and review will help other people find this pod, so thanks in advance for that.